Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is talking about where your perspective is now. And this is sort of like a pep talk. And Joshua is explaining that your perspective is a lot higher than you think it is. Yeah, sort of don't give yourself credit for it. But if you're listening to this and you understand what they're talking about, uh, even a little bit, well, you've found your way here by inspiration. And that's only because your perspective is at that level. You couldn't be here otherwise. So Joshua is actually talking to you wherever you are. Doesn't matter wherever you think you're doing, how you think your life is going. When you are able to understand these words and when Joshua is resonating with you, then you have to know your perspective is high. So give yourself a break and just sort of look around at your life and see how things are turning out and how you're reacting to things and and uh, where everything is going because it's all going perfectly for you. If you'd like to learn about this more, we have a brand new course called Basic Training Program. This will take you from wherever you are in your spiritual practice, no matter what you've been doing in the past, and will elevate your perspective uh, to such a new level that you'll start feeling so much better immediately, and you'll start really realizing how this universe is working and how reality is working and why you're here and who you truly are and all that stuff. It's really amazing. It is a experiential process, as you know. Words don't teach, experience teaches. This course is designed to anchor all the concepts that are included here emotionally into your vibration. And when you raise your perspective through this process that we're doing, which has been absolutely amazing, we've done two so far. We're going to start the next one on April 10th. And we're also going to start the next boot camp. This is a special boot camp, it's the spring boot camp. It's open to new people. Uh, once you're in the boot camp or the basic experience or any course that we have, uh, you're in for life. And so generally, we have a lot of boot camps during the year, but they're for existing boot campers to take it over and over again. The idea is that you have to take uh, two, three, four boot camps to really get it because each time you take a boot camp, it raises your perspective and you understand more the next time you go through. Same is true of the basic training program. Uh, so if you'd like to learn about those, just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and I'll send you some information and you'll be able to understand which is the best one for you. Uh, the basic training program is priced for every budget and for every time issue. So don't worry about that. If you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, oh, I'd like to do one of those courses one day. Well, the boot camp is only offered twice a year and basic training fills up pretty quickly. So I wouldn't wait. Do it now. Uh, give me a, Send me an email now. You don't have to say yes, of course. Just look at it and see what you think. But push past that fear and act on this inspiration, and it might just totally change everything in your life. It has for a lot of people. Uh, also, remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and uh, leave a review. That'd be awesome and all the wonderful stuff you do. Well, before we do anything else, let's get going with the show. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi. Hi, welcome. What we'd like to do now is talk to you about just how well you're doing, which is interesting to think of because you can only tell from your perspective how good you're doing. And from our perspective, we see the amazing people that you all are, whether you're on this call now or listening later date, we see it all. We understand what your perspective is. We understand what your belief system is and your mental construct. We understand what your pre-birth intentions are. We know perfectly well who your inner self is and who your guides and supporters are. We understand the support they're giving you, the guidance they're giving you in every moment. You are never alone, but of course you perceive yourself to be alone. 
which is not true. Every thought you think, every conversation you have in your head, all of the wonderful thoughts that are coming to you are all coming from your inner self and your guides and supporters. They are fully backing you every step of the way. They are fully making sure that you know exactly when you're paying attention, when you are going with the flow, when you're perceiving reality as it truly is. And they know when times arise where you're given a bit of resistance and you wish things were different and you were hoping things change and you were perceiving yourself as a little bit less than who you truly are. You're looking at yourself from a limited perspective and all of that is fine too, you see? When you return to the non-physical, you'll understand the magnificence of this life you're having, the magnificence of the whole system of physical reality, the bravery of you who chose to come in here, the wonderful feelings that you've experienced while you're here, the relationships that you've had, the passions and interests and curiosity that you had, and of course, all the times that you had a limited perspective. Well, that limited perspective is part of this process. It's part of the process of ascension, and you could not get to where you are now when you didn't have times of limited perspective. But where you're coming to now is to understand that if you can see yourself, all the people in your life, and your life as perfectly suited for you and for them and for the whole system, and if you could understand that if you're in a bit of difficulty right now, if you're stuck, if you're wishing things would change, if you're not feeling the way you would like to feel, just know that you are doing everything perfectly. You are paying attention to how you feel. You're paying attention to the thoughts that you have. You're in a place maybe that's between where you are, where you have been, and where you will be. And this place has to be perfect for you. It's not going to last forever, as you know. Everything is always changing, always changing. You can't see all the changes in every moment. But from one moment to the next moment is quite a big change. The change that you are asking for, that you see from your limited perspective, might not actually be what you want. When you think you're lacking something and you hope that you can get it in the future or you strive for it or you plan for it or you set goals for it, that's all well and good. But what you really want is to understand who you are, what you could be, and to shift your perspective from where it is now to a higher perspective. That will happen. That will happen. If you're holding on to resistance, though, if you're holding on to this idea that you're not getting what you want, you'll never get what you want, you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you're not complete as you are, well, you're just going to be spending a little time efforting and struggling and exploring the inauthentic version of you. And there is not a thing wrong with that either. You can spend as much time as you like exploring the inauthentic. And this might lead you to a great bounce in perspective. So you cannot get it wrong. You cannot fail. You cannot make a mistake. It's impossible. You might believe that that's possible for you, but it is not. When you return to the non-physical, you see it's not possible. So we'd ask you to let yourself off the hook. Let other people off the hook. Let the entire planet off the hook. And just realize that you have everything you need. You couldn't be in this reality without having every single thing you need. If you don't need it, you wouldn't want it. You want what you need when you need it. And that is abundance because you will always have it, everything you need. You'll always be prepared for everything you go through. Many of you have limiting beliefs that are just 
holding you back in certain areas. And those areas are intertwined and connected to the other areas. And so to resolve that, you'll go through manifestation events just to point out the limiting belief. You have the tools now to soften it. You can prove to yourself that those limiting beliefs are not true. You can find evidence in your life and the lives of others to prove it's not true. You can look at everything from a bit of a higher perspective. You can allow your beliefs to become more malleable. You can have a little patience and a little understanding and a little faith. You can let other people explore reality as they're exploring it, knowing that they cannot create new reality. If they're influencing you and if they're honorary and if they're in a bad mood and, and if they say something or act on an urge and that brings up some fear in you, that's fine. That's a manifestation of it. That's a gift. You can take that and you can look at it and you can say, well, what is the fear here? What is the limiting belief? Why do I think that I need this or that or the other thing? Why do I think I need to be different than I am? If you could accept that you do not need to be different than you are right now, and that in each subsequent moment, you will raise your perspective and become a new you. And you're always becoming a new you, always refreshing, always growing, always expanding, always coming to a more clear picture of who you are and what your life is all about. We promise you that while it may seem that there are ups and downs in your life, all that's happening is you're being alerted to the times when you're perceiving reality clearly or not. When you're not perceiving reality clearly, you're going to be triggered. You're going to have a bit of fear. You're going to experience what you call negative emotion. That is simply guidance. You very, very, very much want to know through your feelings, because all you're ever doing is feeling something in this reality. You want to know through your feelings, are you perceiving reality correctly, rationally, as it actually is, or are you buying into the illusion? The illusion is strong, but it'll get weaker and weaker and weaker. As you persevere and commit yourself to seeing perfection, especially in yourself, to understanding that as you see more perfection, your perspective on yourself in your reality will elevate. As that perspective elevates, as you see yourself more as the creator of your reality, and less as the victim to a reality, you will encounter new experiences, more opportunity, more inspiration, more intuition. Your empathic abilities will come online. You'll get everything you truly want, every single thing you truly want. The speed at which you get everything you truly want is up to you. If you're carrying around limiting beliefs and you're moving rapidly, those will be shown to you. That's the system. That's the agreement. This is what you came for. You are all limitless beings living in an illusion of limitation. But that limitation is always self-imposed because you have the power to soften limiting beliefs and strengthen empowering beliefs. That's your power. You have the power to raise or lower your perspective. You have the power to think in a way that's in alignment with who you truly are and the system that's at play here and, and what we have come to teach you. Or you can think of yourself as a victim. You can drop that perspective down. You can wish and hope and pray that things change. Either way is fine. You will get the expansion you came for.
Everything is working out perfectly. There is nothing that you need to change. But maybe you can take a little time to yourself, quiet yourself in meditation and ask your inner self, what's the next step for me? What should I be looking for? What should I be practicing? What should I be paying attention to? What should I be processing? How should I come to a more elevated understanding of myself, all the people in my life, and the world around me? If you'll take a little time to converse with your inner self, just quiet your mind, just ask questions and listen for the answer. If you would like to write it down, we think that's a wonderful thing. If you'd like to speak it into your recording device, that's a wonderful thing. If you think it's strange, it's only strange because you haven't done it for a while. If you start doing this more often, it'll become commonplace for you. If you were understanding how the system works and who you truly are and the connection that you have between you, your inner self, your guides and supporters, and the stream of consciousness coming from love. If you understood that's the difference between that and the stream of consciousness that's existing in the mass consciousness of this planet, the difference between those two things, one is thoughts of love, thoughts of inspiration, thoughts of intuition, thoughts of knowing, thoughts of everything that you find dear. And the other one is mostly thoughts of fear. When you were in a bad mood, when things aren't going well, when you think things should be different, when you consider yourself a victim, you're going to be tapping into a radio station playing fear-based thoughts. They will sound familiar because you've been there before many times. But when you shift your perspective, when you contemplate who you truly are and why you're here, what's possible for you, when you really, really, really get into deep appreciation for this life you're living and for all the people who serve to be mirrors to you. When you really dig deep into that appreciation, the stream of consciousness, the stream of thoughts that will come to you, the ideas will be based in love. You'll know it for sure. Yes, when you receive an inspiration, you'll have a bit of fear. This will always happen because you're going to be moved from the perspective where you are through this action you're inspired to do to a higher perspective. The version of you that exists now at that perspective has some limitations, has some limiting beliefs. You have not let them go or process them. So a little bit of fear is gonna come up. But if you can push past that fear, you'll have an experience. And that experience, if you look back on it and see it as perfect, whether it's a manifestation event or something unbelievably wonderful happening, if you look back on the experience itself and have appreciation just for that experience, that'll raise your perspective. As you raise your perspective, it's easier to tap into the stream of thoughts based in love. It's easier to remove yourself or to ignore or to leave alone the stream of thoughts based in fear. Pretty soon, very soon, you will all be so good, so practiced, and understanding where you are and where the thoughts are coming from and why they're coming to you and what they mean and what they're all about, that you will feel the stream of thought of love compared to the stream of thought of fear. And you will be uncomfortable in that stream of thought of fear. The only reason you're comfortable in it now is because you've been used to that. It's a little 
strange to go from that to streams of thoughts of love. But you're all there. You're ready now. You're doing such a wonderful job. There is nothing wrong going on here. In fact, it's getting better and better and better and better. Look for how this society, your friends, your culture, the technology, look at all of that and have appreciation for all of it. See the positive aspects in what is in your life now. You created it all. You don't imagine that you created it all. You only imagine you created the things that you effort and struggled to do. But most of what you enjoy in your life was created through the perspective that you're holding on yourself. All of this wonderful life, wonderful conditions, wonderful people, all of that is due to you maintaining a perspective. That perspective is then translated into a vibration and creates the exact reality that you're experiencing now. That reality is ascending because you are thinking in a new way. Your thoughts are improving. Your perspective is increasing. Your vibration is rising. It might seem like you wake up tomorrow, it's the same place, the same day, the same world, but we promise you it's different. If you look for the differences, you'll see them. If you take a little time and really pay attention to what's going on, when you wake up tomorrow and know for sure that that is a different world, a different reality that you're waking up to, and you look or ask for, I wonder what's different in this reality compared to yesterday's reality. You'll see something. You might not believe it right away, but you'll say, isn't that curious? I don't remember that being there. I don't remember it being like that. I don't remember it being so beautiful. It's never been this beautiful. It's never been this easy. It's never been this fun. It's never been this free. And it's never been this abundant. If you relax and trust that your vibration at this high perspective where you all are right now, whether that's on this call now or listening to a later date, if you're listening to these words now, your vibration is shifting, your perspective is raising, and your world, your reality, your life is improving. Be grateful for that and move forward in confidence that you're never alone. You're led step by step by step to every experience you'll ever have. It's your choice to see it as a wonderful experience or your choice to see it as not so wonderful experience, that part is up to you. That part is your free will. And when you practice appreciation in every experience you go through, knowing the experience had to be perfect for you, when you practice that, you'll start to see the perfection. The more perfection you see, the more will be revealed to you. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk to. Who'd like to start? Hi, Joshua. Terrence. I was doing the uh, abundance meditation, and um, it, it got to the part where it says, um, I have valuable contribution. And I suddenly felt, during my meditation, I was feeling good, but I suddenly felt, I guess, a, a LB coming up where I felt like valuable. Who is it valuable to? Like, is it valuable that I'm able to give it or that to the people? Because how can I know if it's valuable? 
to, you know, whatever I have to say or whatever I offer or whatever I feel to do. So then I started to wonder, like, how is my contribution valuable and how do I view it? Do I view it as they is valuable? I don't know. How, I don't know where to start now, if you understand my confusion. Absolutely, we do. It makes perfect sense. Coming from a limited perspective, from a human perspective, you're taught to be a productive cog in a machine, to do an effort and struggle to produce and produce and produce. Certainly that was valuable if you lived in a tribe and tribe was all working together to make enough food that everyone could eat. It was important to those people at that time from their perspective that everyone contributes. And so in your society, contribution equates to production. But that doesn't really help anything. Does it really move society forward? Does it move the person forward? Does it move the people they know forward? It's simply efforting and struggling. From a perception where it says, if you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't work, you're lazy. You're taking up too much room. But that's not what we mean by contribution. The most basic contribution is that you courageously came here to adopt a new perspective in every single moment of your life. That perspective is added to the tapestry of all that is. Without you living your life and having all those perspectives that only you can have, coming in as the fullest, most expanded expression of that consciousness from the non-physical, coming into a physical reality with all the benefit of all previous lives expansion. You coming in at the greatest power of that lineage of consciousness. That alone is spectacular. That alone is more than you'll ever know, more than you can imagine. But it gets a little sweeter in your case. So there's this stream of consciousness, the consciousness of humanity. All humans are tapped into it, and this is where most of their thoughts are coming from. They're attracting thoughts in this bubble of consciousness. All the thoughts that have ever been thought by humans are swirling around. And when one person becomes a vibrational match to something in that mass consciousness, they attract those thoughts. So if they feel worthless, or they feel like a victim, or they feel like they've been taken advantage of or made a mistake, they attract thoughts of all the other humans who have made a mistake or felt like a victim. And you can see that that's pervasive in that stream of consciousness. There's nothing wrong with that. Eventually, that stream of consciousness will be elevated. How does it become elevated? Because there will be humans like you who stand up and say, I'm thinking in a new way. I'm going to be in alignment more of the time. In alignment, I receive thoughts of love from the non-physical and transmit it through my body into the mass consciousness of humanity. Well, let's just say the mass consciousness of humanity is 95% fear-based because let's look at the history. A lot of struggle, a lot of survival, a lot of conflict in that, a lot of misery and suffering, a lot of discontentment, a lot of unfulfilled desires. But here you are and coming in and saying, I'm going to contemplate a new approach to life, a new philosophy, a new idea, 
And in this high perspective, in this area of my life, I have access to thoughts coming straight from the non-physical. Now, all the thoughts in the non-physical, all of them are based in love. When those thoughts come from the non-physical through you, you allow them to exist in the mass consciousness of humanity. A love-based thought of, I can do it, I'm doing well, I'm not making a mistake, I'm worthy, I'm complete, I'm whole as, I'm, as I am, I can entertain the idea of perfection, I can look for perfection, I can appreciate, I can express gratitude, I can express my love. That is magnitudes more powerful than the everyday thought of fear. Soon there'll be a tipping point in that mass consciousness. Humans don't really understand how they're connected to the consciousness, they're connected to each other through this. When there are more love-based thoughts floating around in there, it'll cause a tipping point. And there'll be so many people who are close enough in vibration that they can now receive these thoughts. Clarity, confidence, faith, patience, all of these things will come from that. They will be able to raise their perspective very quickly. But those of you who are here now, who are thinking this way now, you're setting the groundwork for that. Without your contribution in meditation and participation in these calls and these courses, and with the friends you've met in the group, this is huge, it's gigantic. There's only a few of you in the world. This is the contribution we're talking about. You don't need to go out there and serve soup at a soup kitchen or work in a homeless shelter or do any of these things. By you maintaining a higher perspective yourself, you're flowing streams of thought, you're turning on a faucet and it's pumping that pool of consciousness with love-based thoughts, with fresh water, for instance. That's the contribution that you provide to the rest of humanity. That is so amazing. Thank you so much, Joshua. Wonderful question. Who's next? I'll go. I'll go next. Ah. Please. Oh, hi. Porter. Okay. Hi. Um, I had a, uh, let's say, jarring, but like ultimately super awakening experience over Thanksgiving that had me shift my vibration very quickly. And it was actually very exciting. But it was about my mother, or my mother was sort of the instigator of it, brought up all this past baloney. And I've come to really like love that experience, which was in the moment, absolutely horrible to experience. But, um, but now I'm very grateful that it happened. I still am having trouble with feeling good about not having her in my daily life. I haven't been inspired to contact her. I know she maybe trying to contact me, but I feel like, I don't know, like, like I'm not being loving enough because I'm not wanting her in my life. Um, and I'm also wondering if I just have like resistance to having her in my life because it's not completely where I want it to be vibrationally. That makes sense. This is common. You and your mother had an agreement. I will be this catalyst for you, Porter, to have an exploration into spirituality, what's possible in physical reality, how the game pl is played, what works, what doesn't work. 
without her being this catalyst and the relationship that he had, the experience he had in childhood, her values, her beliefs, her fear, this dynamic that you have with her specifically, but with other people as well, it causes you to seek and to seek and to find answers and to find a way for you to live this reality in a way that feels good. When we say feels good, we're not just saying, oh yeah, it's great, it feels good. Feels good means finding out how to connect to your inner self, how to connect to the truth of who you are, the truth of this reality, how to shift your perception of reality from victimhood to being an idea of the creator of your reality, these sort of things. And it caused you to study and to move into this and to move into this and to follow that and to follow that and to look at all these things. And part of this was your intellect. You were able to say that there's something going on here in the society that doesn't make sense, doesn't work. There's a lot of inauthenticity going on. There's a lot of people doing things for reasons that don't really make sense. Money, fame, success. No one is really following their heart through it. They're following their head or what their belief system says. So you said, I'm going to come in and I want to know how this actually works. And your mother played a big role in that. But there's a society dynamic that says, respect your elders. And we're just going to use that simply respect your elders idea. Why? Because it's been in the society from millennia ago. It was built in. Since those people are the ones that are having the control, the adults, the parents, teaching, 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 spending time, spending time, spending time, the last thing they want, and we'll just say a thousand years ago, imagine yourself living in a tribe. When the people got older, they couldn't really produce. So they needed a form set up that it would ensure their safety as they got more frail. All this is based in fear. You now live in a society where that's not necessary anymore. So now you can take it at face value. This person came into my life. I appreciate them. They showed me the way. They provided for me a trajectory that led me to where I am now. I had an experience that caused the last shift to take place in my perspective. I appreciate you. I thank you. Imagine your mother who lived her entire life, born where she was born, had the experience of her youth, had her parents, had her society, had all these beliefs, gave birth to you, raised you to whatever extent that was, and then played that role perfectly for you the whole time. Now, if you think about it in that way, doesn't mean you have to connect with her, doesn't mean you have to contact her, but if you could just see that she gave her life to you so you could get where you are now. Not selflessly, but it was part of an agreement, part of an understanding. If you could come forward with the power that you are and understand how this reality actually works and then start experiencing it from the heart, from the feelings, fully authentic, fully transparent, living life the way you know how to live it, the way that you've discovered how to live it, completely your own. No one else can tell you how to live it. You live it your own. You've discovered a way to live it your own. This was all thanks to her. 
Now, by you coming and learning to live this life in a completely radically new way, you become the example for others. You have a reach. You have people paying attention to you and looking up to you. You have this example to offer. You are in a position of that. This was an idea that the two of you had ahead of time, knowing who you truly are, each of you. The thrill that she is going to experience when she returns to the non-physical and shakes off this fear, this mental construct based in victimhood, and sees what the two of you have accomplished together, it's going to give her so much pride, so much joy, so much satisfaction, so much expansion in that. But think of it. She came, she played this role. She's been in this role the whole time. She's not going to be able to think her way out of this role. She has a mental contract that had to be rigid because she could not be unwavering in her relationship with you. Yes, had there come a point in time, possibly, maybe she would have an opportunity to have an insight herself and think in a new way herself. But until the groundwork was laid, until the shift was made, until the agreement was fulfilled, She's going to play her role. You do not need to change her. She's perfectly satisfied doing this. She's perfectly satisfied holding on to her belief system in her human form. It's fine. She's getting the expansion that she signed up for as well. And she can't see this pre-birth agreement. She can't understand who she truly is. She can't act any differently than she's acting. And there's nothing you have to change in her. But we promise you, when you take this wider perspective and start thinking about if this was all set up ahead of time, if these were roles we played, if we are perfectly matched in the non-physical, part of the same soul family, and we set this plan, wouldn't it be cool if we came down and I did this and you did this and we had this little conflict going on and that spurred you on to discover what your pre-birth intentions are all about and really laid out this pathwork. And then you became this example and you, you added to the consciousness and you made ripples and people saw it and some people asked questions and they started thinking this way themselves. Wouldn't that be cool if we did this together? I don't care about this life. It's a snap of a finger. It doesn't matter. When we were showing the non-physical, and we relish in what we did together, that satisfaction is beyond belief. You can have that perspective now because you're so close to it. It's not that hard for you. You don't have to change her. You can't change her. You can't create in her reality, but you could be an example yourself. Now she's gonna have her fears that are different than other people's fears because she is close to you. She's connected. She has a sense of herself. She has her own fears, which were necessary to get you both here. She may be able to process them. She may not. You can't know, but there's one thing that you can do. You don't have to get on the phone. You don't have to converse. You don't have to ever see her again. But when you think of her and when you communicate to her inner self in meditation, you can say things like, I can't believe how wonderful this is. 
how amazing we did, how far we got, how everything is teed up for us now. What a big shakeup we did as we came forth together. Thank you for being there for me and for giving me access to everything I know now. Because if it wasn't for her, who knows what would have happened. But because of her, you're here now. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. Who's next? I have a question. Hi, Joshua. Emma. These questions and answers have been amazing, as always. Thank you. I was sat the other day looking through the computer trying to find a fluoride filter. And I felt the victimhood in that. And then I got a little bit annoyed at the fact that I've even, even had to have a fluoride filter because why are they putting fluoride in my water? And this then inspired me to ask this question. I've been on a journey for many years, starting maybe 10 years ago, when I realized that there were beings, powers in the world that were controlling humanity to an extent and foisting things upon humanity. This was how I perceived it back then. And started digging into all of this. I, I believe it was inspiration to do that. I felt very inspired and pushed to, to uh, research and find out as much as I could about all sorts of events that have happened in our world. And I came to the conclusion that all sorts of awful things have happened. Over the years, my journey has been from huge victimhood, huge fear, powerlessness, to a place now where I've moved through. It went through anger. It went through seeing them as a reflection of humanity. Now I can actually get to a place where I can appreciate these, whatever these powers are, whatever these beings are, I can appreciate that it's a, a vehicle to wake people up like it was for me. I'm just interested in your perspective on this and where I can now go after going through those different layers, the next perspective that I can go to with all of this. Excellent. Most humans will come into this reality very, very, very much wanting to not remember who they are. Who they are, magnificent, eternal, limitless beings of pure positive love and acceptance. If you know that coming in, there's not going to be a lot of expansion. Snap your finger and have everything you want. It's going to be boring. You come in not remember who you are. Well, you are the creator of the life you're living now. You created every aspect of it, and you've been creating it in every moment of existence in physical reality. You created the trajectory that got you here. That trajectory, as does everyone's trajectory, comes through some extent of victimhood, greater or lesser, to the realization, I don't feel good as a victim. If I don't feel good as a victim, this might not be the way to think of it or the way to approach it. Every time I perceive that I'm a victim, I feel negative emotion because as a victim, the fear actually seems like it does something to me, even though the fear is almost all irrational. This isn't working. I have no power in this perception of myself as a victim. Most humans will spend life after life after life after life after life gradually moving out of that victimhood to at some point coming in with such strong intentions, such 
an idea of who they are and how they'll be set up and what they'll choose in their experience, that they'll choose a life that might seem very victimy in the beginning, and then they'll bounce out of that. Generally, it takes a bounce. Generally, people will drop to what they feel is rock bottom. It would be like hitting the bottom of the trampoline and leaping up in perspective. And as they leap up, they have access now and are guided to and are interested in teachings or ideas or philosophies that resonate somehow, even though they are quite different than what society would claim is a philosophy, the Western idea of success and accumulation and all that. So you had a specific dive into a unique thing of victimhood where from your perspective, the power lied in some blurry, shadowy figures seemingly control you. Then we come along and say, guess what? No one can create in reality. No one can apply limitations to you except yourself. You are free to drop those limitations at any time, any time. You're free to stop listening to the news. You're free to change the channel. You're free to read, watch, or listen to anything you want. Nothing outside of you, nothing outside of you is anything other than a reflection. Let's just start with this. There is nothing outside of you. It's all made up from this vibration or perspective of yourself that you're offering. And this reflects back to you. Sure, you were diving deep into that subject and you got the inspiration to research it more. And that led you here somehow, some way, who knows how, step by step by step. Your inner self knows, your inner self says, if we focus Emma, give Emma inspiration to look at this, that'll lead her to this, and that'll lead her to this, and that'll lead her to this, and then eventually lead her to ideas that are true. And she, because of how she's feeling, will find comfort, interest, curiosity in these new ideas. But with the same as everyone else who's listening, from that deep, dark place of victimhood, there's this residual going on, this momentum going on. Are you going to be safe if you completely disconnect any attention to that? Or just something inside you say, no, you better pay attention to that because that can come and get you. Okay, let's say it comes and gets you. Let's say that they just put straight out poison in the water. You're going to have to think about this. This is the part for all of you to think about. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of going to the non-physical? You're going to be fine. It's going to be great. You're going to enjoy it. You cannot die until you're ready. It's impossible. Until what you have come here for is complete, until you're done, it's not possible. Nothing can happen to you. It is not possible. And when it comes, it's going to be a magical experience. You're going to get everything you need for today, tomorrow, your day of transition, it's all going to be perfect. There's nothing to worry about. The shocking thing will be when you return to non-physical and say, ah, oh, that was all just made up. I just made all that up. It was all made. I never had to worry. What was I worried about? Dying? Look where I am. It's fantastic here. I'm just going to jump back in and do it again. This is wonderful. And it's funny because 
in the non-physical, from that perspective, you can't wait to get back here again. It is so much fun. And if you live your entire life every day, suffering in fear, worried, in the dark, hoping no one gets you, it's still an amazing life from the non-physical perspective. From the human perspective, you say, that doesn't feel good. How do I feel good? How do you feel good? No one can create in your reality. You're the creator of that reality. Nobody can. It's impossible. If you were to have some illness from the water you're drinking, that would be a manifestation event pointing out this flawed belief system. That's it. What's wrong with fluoride in the water? Fluoride for your specific system, completely harmless. Completely harmless. Anything that you're not guided to eat, drink, that doesn't come back as a manifestation event, completely benign to you. You'll be guided. The higher perspective is on your overall health and how much you're enjoying life and how wonderful this body is and how capable it is. If Bodhi, Gary's dog, was walking around and there was poison on the floor, he'd ignore it because his inner self is saying, that's not food, don't worry about that. He wouldn't panic, he wouldn't sweep it up, he wouldn't do anything, he would just ignore it, go, go back to sleep on the couch. It's you perceiving there's some danger and trying to protect yourself that's causing these thoughts that humans have thought for eons and eons and eons. The reason is most humans will come in and we think just for an illustration to talk in terms of layers. So imagine a nine layer cake and the bottom layer is really thick fudge. It's really dense. You can't really move around in it too much. You're sort of stuck in there. And in that first layer, there's a lot of fear. There's not a lot of movement, but there's a lot of exploration, exploration of who you're not. Victim, victim, victim. You can move up from that layer, but generally you'll come in another life and come in another layer. A little bit easier, a little bit easier, a little bit easier. But in those bottom layers, the fear is really thick. It's palpable. They really believe in it. They really buy into it. It's part of their belief structure, their mental construct. And that mental construct is rigid. Because there's so much fear, they don't want to change their beliefs because that seems risky. It seems like it could open them up to potential danger. As you elevate that perspective, just by thinking that possibly you could be the creator and not the victim, that you could be creating this reality, that you have nothing to fear, that everything's working out for you, that nothing is ever happening to you, that you have a set of beliefs, empowering and limiting, and the limiting beliefs are, are being triggered whenever you have a manifestation event so that you can see them and shift that perspective. Well, from that perspective, where you are now, where all of you are now, sure, the residual fear from experiencing reality as a victim is in the back of your mind. The little doubts, your ego, all that stuff will pop up. But we ask you to do something else. Think of who you are. This earth reality is dense. This earth reality is extremely exciting. All the other realities out there are tepid compared to this one. This is where the adventure is. You are all thrill seekers. You are all skiing down that mountain where no one has skied before. You don't know if there's a cliff there or there's a tree there or there's rock there. You have no idea. You jumped off a helicopter and there you go. Because it's thrilling. 
And if you fly off a cliff, you come back and do it again. It's no big deal. But your birth desires, you really get to understand the power that you are. You really get to explore all aspects of who you are. This reality is a perfect mirror to that. And when you overcome the fear, the illusion, when you break out of that, when you consider that there's a lot of stuff going out there for all the people who are playing around with the fear, they will all get bounces from that. They will all leap to higher perspectives eventually. But all of their examples, all the people they know are living in the same fear, complaining, watching the news, talking about conspiracy theories. All of them are doing that, wishing things were different, praying and hoping, fear of the future, fear of disease, fear of end of the world, whatever it is, all this irrational fear, not living in the moment, not really listening to the thoughts, not meditating, not practicing courage, fearlessness. That's who you are. You are limitless. You have nothing to fear. You are the creator of this whole thing. So now you think, okay, so did I create these cabals to do these things? Did I create these news stories? Did I create? Yes, you created all of it. This is your fantasy. You get to do it any way you want. Imagine the fantasy life of Emma who says, I'm going to come in. I'm going to really have these limiting beliefs. I'm really going to make you not sure of myself. I'm not going to have a lot of confidence. I'm going to be a little bit afraid. I'm going to play in this fear. I'm not going to remember who I am. And I'm going to set up these mysterious organizations who control the whole world. And I'm going to notice how many people fall in line and they're just blind to it. And I'm trying to wake them up. And can't you see what's happening? Can't, they're all numb. They're not, no one's waking up. They're all zombies. Can I be the only one who's freaking out about this? Everyone else, it's just like, they're just like laying over for this stuff. Look at all of us. Can't we just rise together and take back control ourselves? You can. They're all playing a role. They're all doing their thing so that you can say in your mind, I am not going to be limited by this nonsense anymore. I am a limitless being. I'm not going to be afraid of anything. I'm going to analyze this fear. I'm going to get into a place of alignment. I'm going to be guided by my inner self. I'm going to pay attention only to how I feel. I'm going to look for inspiration. Oh, there's this podcast. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, there's this course I could do. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, there's this reading and these assignments and these other people who are doing the same thing. Look at everyone's doing this. This is really cool. Oh, this feels pretty good. This is empowering. Oh, I'm not who I thought I was. Oh, I'm seeing glimpses of that now. I'm looking at the clock and it's 222. I'm getting these ideas that I never really got before. And I'm contemplating taking some action. Well, you push past fear to be inspired to find the podcast. You push past fear to be inspired and take the action and join the course. You push past fear to get on this call today. You push past fear to ask this perfect question that millions of people are thinking the same thing. Sure, victimhood perceives that there's something outside of them that has control over them. But if you're the creator of reality, they're all operating for you. 
You created the cabals. You created the numb zombies who are laying down to them. You created the news articles about it, the videos about it. You created all of that for you. Oh, sure. That sounds wild. That sounds bizarre. That's not possible. I didn't do anything. You set up this game perfectly for you to get the thrill of bouncing out of that experience of victimhood and just contemplating the possibility of another approach to life. Approach of love. I have nothing to fear. I'm creating all this. This is a reflection of me. If there is fear in the reflection, well, there's some beliefs that are not true. There's some limitations I've imposed on myself. I am going to soften each one of those, and I'm going to move courageously forward by acting on inspiration, knowing for sure my inner self is guiding me to more experiences that are perfectly designed for me to remember who I am, remember my power, remember my strength, remember my courage, remember my faith, remember my conviction. I am going to see those cabals that I created as perfect. I'm going to see the sleeping masses as having the perfect experience for them. I'm going to see myself as one who has escaped from that. That was a cult. You escaped from that cult. You can't go running back into the cult saying, wake up, you're in a cult. They're in the cult of imperfection. You're in the reality of perfection. This is the truth of this. The people in that reality aren't going to believe you. They aren't going to buy into it. Because if you believe in perfection, then you can't cure your problems, your fears from their perspective. But when you get into this perspective, you say, oh, of course it is. You cure everything by becoming who you are. And who you are is unimaginable from your perspective. You can't plan for it. You can't go to school for it. You can't buy it. You can't have an example of it because you're the only one of you that there is. All you can do is say, there's two possibilities. One is that I find myself in this reality, cowering away from all this danger, trying to protect myself, controlling as much as I can, but realizing I can't control anything, hoping, praying, wishing things were different, and feeling terrible the whole time, suffering in that discontentment. Or, and this is going to sound crazy, Imagine that this is a benevolent environment, that there is nothing to fear, that it's just an experience, that you can't get it wrong. But if you want to feel better, there's only one way to do it. And it's not by changing anything outside of you. It's by changing your perception of yourself in this reality. If your perception of yourself is a victim, it's not true. To prove it's not true, your inner self is going to send you what you call negative emotion. As soon as you start contemplating or playing with the idea that you are the creator of your reality, you're going to feel better. That's how you know it's true. But no one's going to agree with you. They're never going to agree with you. They can't. It's too risky. They want you to be in the same lifeboat with them. But you're on the cruise ship. You're with the captain who knows where he's going. There's nothing wrong with the ship. There's never been anything wrong with the ship. And all these people are jumping out into the water for no reason. Where you are, where you find yourself now, understanding possibly that there's more going on here. It doesn't it make sense there's more going on here. 
There's signs everywhere. And as you break out of that limitation, as you embrace this possibility, the signs get clearer and clearer and clearer. When you raise your perspective, guess what happens? You access information in a way that you couldn't access before. You'll start feeling more intelligent. You'll start understanding concepts. Everyone who's ever read an empowering book, they will mark lines of it. They'll mark quotes in it. They'll highlight passages they like. And when they go back and read that again, they'll wonder, why didn't they mark that passage? I don't remember that being there at all. Gary goes back to a perception reality, which was written nearly 10 years ago. And he says, my God, in that book is what we're talking about now. I didn't notice it before. And we say, well, your perspective is raised. So now you see what you couldn't see before. It was always there, but because your perspective was more limited back then, not understanding the concepts or who you were or how this worked, as you shifted your perspective, you got new information. It was always there, but you could not see it. It was not available to you at that perspective. Those people who are in fear, worried about some system, will find information that confirms their beliefs, but they won't feel any better. They'll just feel more scared. Their perspective is low. They don't have access to more information. You have to think about how did you get out of that? How did you rise above that? That's the power in you that others do not have yet. There's some quality in your consciousness and the consciousness of your inner soul and the attentions you set. There's some power that you're not recognizing there. That's the reason you're here because you are more powerful than you could possibly imagine. And nothing can affect you. Nothing could cause any disruption in the heat-seeking target that you've acquired. And that target is knowing who you are and then finding out what's possible for you. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so, so much. We have enjoyed this conversation with some of the most incredible beings on this planet. And when we say incredible, we are not singling you out because all humans are incredible. All humans are spectacular. All humans are limitless beings of love. All humans are endeavoring to come forth in this interesting, dense environment that is unique to discover more aspects of who they are, to discover nuances, to discover their power, to expand that power. But those of you who are here now and listening to this call, there's some quality in you that said, I'm going to go forth into this time of awakening. I'm going to set myself on a trajectory that from the outside is not going to look so easy. I'm going to give myself qualities that no sane person would ever give them. But I'm also going to give myself some abilities as well. And because I've done this before, I've expanded to such a great extent, I want to come forward and blaze new trails, make an impact while here, make a ripple, be a beacon to those who are getting close on the fence, who are looking for another possible way to live, for new ideology, for new philosophies, philosophies that make sense with their heart, philosophies that make sense with how they feel. After all, if you think about it, nothing's happening other than you're feeling something now and now and now in the present moment all the time. 
It's a feeling reality. I want to come forth in this feeling reality and not be afraid of these feelings, not be afraid of anything, not be worried about anything, not be distracted by anything, but be unwavering in one thing, in understanding who I am and just seeing how far I can go. Because as I rise in perspective, I rise the entire planet. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. So much. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. All right. I hope you enjoyed that. That was an awesome episode. It's sort of a big pep talk and lets you know that your vibration, your perspective is much higher than you think it is. Uh, give yourself some credit. Stop uh, comparing yourself to anyone else. Really, there's very few people on earth who have a perspective on themselves as high as you. And uh, there's going to be more and more of them, but you're here first. There's a reason for that. The best thing to do from here, if you haven't taken the basic training program, is to send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And I'll send you some information. Uh, it's really an easy course, but it's life-changing. It's five weeks. We do it in a group with people all over the world. No matter where you are on the planet, you can join us. We have uh, three calls a week, and you'll have a coach to go through it with you, and it's really interesting. Uh, it's also totally guaranteed. So if you don't think that you got what you expected, 100% money-back guarantee. You never have to worry about anything you do with us. Uh, also, everything we do, you can do it for life. Uh, take it as many times as you like, and always be part of these calls. Uh this is how you get onto these calls as you're enrolled in a course and and uh, you can come to any of the calls that we do and it's a lot of fun. So send me an email to garybottle.gmail.com and I'll send you more information. And also remember to like and subscribe and share it with your friends and leave a review. The best thing you do for us is leave a review. If you haven't done one yet, uh, wherever you're listening to this, they have a place where you can leave a review and that would be awesome. So I hope you have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time.